Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Randoms Podcast. I hope you all are doing well. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about new upcoming movies and my outlook on the show, The Boys, and especially of nowadays knowing that we're in 2020 and everyone's being canceled, I will be talking a little bit about cancel culture. websites i was able to find some new movies and maybe you've heard of some of these but this is just a list of some of them that i thought was pretty interesting so coming out on november 9th we have coded bias which explores revelation that facial recognition technology doesn't see dark-skinned faces accurately the documentary which premiered at the sundance film festival in january follows researcher joy i probably will (laughs) butcher this last name Boy La La Winnie's fight for legislation to protect people of color against bias in the algorithms of face detection software used by police. So basically, I think this like movie is mostly just about not racism, but you know, um, just seeing how um, in this world that they're going to be portraying in this movie is that um, people with darker skin tones are not treated as fairly because of the system that they're using and now this is most likely saying that if you could take two dark-skinned people that they would honestly look like the same person if they were using the facial recognition technology so i think that's basically what that would be about it does sound interesting i might watch that and it comes out november 11th and a long long awaited sequel coming to america first released june 26 1988 so for those who have not seen the first one i will just read a short description of what it was it was a very hilarious un- un- funny movie um played uh played with uh prince akeem played by eddie murphy is a prince of a wealthy african country and wants nothing except a wife who will love him in spite of his title to escape an arranged marriage akeem flees to america accompanied uh, sorry accompanied by his sidekick semi to find his queen disguised as a foreign student working in fast food he romances lisa but struggles while with revealing his true identity to her and his marital intentions to his father so i remember watching it i forget when but it was very funny and you know to see um eddie murphy in this a bit um in this movie a bit older than he was you know 1988 i think it's gonna be pretty pretty fun especially if this movie came out in 1988 and now it's gonna be coming out again um on december 18th i think it's as it said a long-awaited sequel and i'm really excited for what they're gonna come out with um another this is in the horror categories i have a couple movies in the horror categories so this one is Candyman, and so far for the um date that it comes out there is no specific date it's unspecified but it comes out in 2021 and it is a chilling 1992 horror movie Candyman gets a hook-handed reboot thanks to nia da costa Written by Get Out and U.S. creator George Pile, it was moved from June to October before um, shunting to an 
unspecified date in 2021 and I'm just saying I've seen Get Out and Us so I'm very excited for I probably have to watch the original though so I'm not confused but I'm I want to see which way that um Jordan will be um portraying this movie and everything like that since he um wrote the the reboot and we all know about Ghostbusters and the amount of movies they've made for the they've made a couple they've made the Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 um and I remember at least in 2016 they made a whole female version of Ghostbusters or 2014 but most likely 2016 and people were saying they were confused on what was the intent of making the Ghostbusters a completely female group when it was specifically an all-male group and you know some people were going for it they liked it they were saying that they liked that they were even trying to include that and 100% I like agree I, I I thought the movie was like a good movie to watch when you you know had nothing to put on and you kind of just wanted to watch something and maybe if you wanted to fall asleep it wouldn't matter because if you fell asleep you could just watch it over again and so this one is called Ghostbusters Afterlife it comes out March 5th 2021 and it has Ant-Man, Paul Rudd, the person who plays Ant-Man is Paul Rudd, and he is in, as it, as it says, a dose of freaky ghosts in Stranger Things style reboot of Ghostbusters. So I think I saw the trailer for it and it had most of the kids in there. It had Finn Wolfhard in there and it had some other um, younger um, male actor in there honestly it looked it looked not scary but it gave me a vibe of like um this is a bit darker than ghostbusters especially the one that they put out in 2016 so i was kind of like i don't know what they're what type of turn they're gonna put on this one but it looks like they're gonna go for a little bit of a scarier vibe with it but um moving on to back into a i'll say more of a marvel vibe since you know uh, we have a couple of upcoming marvel movies coming out so coming out on march 19th 2021 is going to be morbius and we most of us have seen the trailer uh, out um, in movie theaters so it says jared leto sinks his teeth into the role of morbius a vampire from the world of marvel comics in this adventure from sony the studio behind venom and something that i was really interested in was especially when they make movies based off of comic books or video games it, i just wonder like how um how are they going to include you know some of the things from the comics or even if they do because there are several movies that don't truly include things from um, the comic books that they probably should have I don't have any that come to my head because you know I, I'm a Marvel fan myself you know I'm into that Deadpool and Avengers and Thor and I'm not a big fan of Captain America I don't know why I just I feel like he's like an overrated hero <laughs> but um uh, another Marvel movie that is coming out that I think most of us were very very excited to have come out but they didn't they didn't put it out 
because of um, the whole uh, pandemic was Black Widow, which comes out May 7th, 2021, and says after Avengers Endgame brought things to a close, Scarlett Johansson flashes back to a prequel about the background of her troubled Marvel anti-hero Black Widow. And I was just saying that, I was saying this because I was just thinking that for when it comes to movies and then prequels and sequels especially to like these characters you know we've seen like thor thor 2 or thor dark or and all these all these like different movies you know you got ant-man and you got ant-man and wasp and like most of these movies came out like either right before infinity war or in the middle of infinity war and endgame and i kind of felt like i wanted to see um black widow's background and like her her life before what she was and kind of like i wanted to kind of see her grow into the woman that she is now and i kind of felt like if they would have dropped this movie um you know black widow first and then end game i don't know what <laughs> difference it would have made made but i kind of like knowing the background then again i i'm not one to read comics all the time but to at least have some insight on the movie would be um pretty interesting and now we have another horror movie coming out based off of um jigsaw or saw as they call it this one is called spiral it comes out may 21st 2021 this will be starring chris rock it says he reinvents the Saw franchise with horror movie Spiral, which is torturing fans with an indefinite delay. And yes, because it was supposed to come out, um, I think December, sometime in December um, this year, but it had to be pushed back. And after seeing it, it's it's basically like um, they were saying how in this time Jigsaw or whoever was playing uh, as Saw was apparently going after cops and it was making it more of a um you know not like not a revenge thing but it it was obvious that um they were going in a different approach than they have for the past six seven movies of saw because they had like saw saw two saw three saw four saw five saw 3d saw and saw 40 or something like that they had a lot of saw movies and yeah but another i have only i have a couple other movies left that i I wanted to put on this list just because i was kind of excited to see some of them so we all remember when venom came out it was the biggest thing out there and we were great to see tom hardy and everything like that you know the super villain who you know ends up saving saving everything and then being the hero and so this one is Venom, Let There Be Carnage. It comes out June 25th, 2021. This is a sequel to the 2018 supervillain caper Vill- um, Venom. Once again, it stars Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock, a hapless journalist whose body bonds with a vicious alien. Joining him in this movie would be Woody Harrelson, um, Michelle Williams, and Naomi Harris. So, um... I remember seeing the end credit because um, when this movie came out, you know, whenever you're watching a Marvel movie, you can't just get up and leave. You got to sit down, stay seated, wait for the credits. The credits are long, but that's what they want you to do. If you're a real fan, they want you to sit there and keep watching and watching the credits until, you know, they have a, a, a little 
snippet at the end and you know I, I like that the fact that they include that for the fans and you know I waited and I saw and I sat there and I saw that they included uh Woody Harrison in the you know in the end a little bit kind of looking like a little like a creepo behind the bars so once I saw that I was like yeah they're definitely making a second one so I'm excited to see where the plot and what the plot is about for this one and this movie that is coming out is based off of a video game I do not know a lot about it but uh it does have someone who I like (laughs) playing Uh, so this movie is uncharted comes out July 6 2021 and it says Tom Holland plays video game hero Nathan um, Drake in Uncharted. It also stars um, Mark Wahlberg and I'm not I don't know a lot of information about Uncharted but it is said I've heard about the reviews on the game and you know it's a action adventure game um, and You know, oh, as it says, a treasure hunter who travels across the world to uncover various historical mysteries. And, you know, I don't know. It sounds like a very interesting game to play. (laughs) I would play it, definitely. And it kind of gives me Tomb Raider. uh, um, What was it? I can't believe I forgot his name. I almost said G.I. Joe, but I meant to say, oh, Indiana Jones, like, you know, kind of vibes, you know, looking for certain things, you know, national treasure kind of vibes. And um, another movie um, that is in the realm of or in a realm of sci-fi, sci-fi kind of vibes and eerie is called Dune. It comes out October 21st, 2021 and this i've seen a couple of um videos and trailers on this movie since um i am a big fan of jason momoa so to hear that he was in the movie and doing all this stuff and especially with a whole bunch of uh, celebrities being in there with zendaya and rebecca ferguson and you know jason momoa again I was, you know, I was like, yeah, it's a movie that I'm so excited to watch. So, uh, it was saying that it's a nomadic tribe that battles, um, battle to control the desert planet. So, you know, that's, that sounds a bit like, not Star Wars-y, but, you know, a different planet. And, you know, I saw, like, the pictures where they had like tubes up their nose to like breathe and they had like these nice cool outfits so yeah i'm pretty excited for that to come out and then these last two movies are sequels (laughs) one of these uh movies i personally wonder how they're gonna keep going with this one just because of the context of it but one uh one of the sequels i'm very 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 excited about is um, avatar 2 which comes out December 16th, 2022. So this sequel, we, I think, I never knew that they were going to make a sequel. I haven't seen that movie in so long. It came out in 2009, and I remember being very, very, very excited about it. And, you know, I, I think it was one of the movies where um, the graphics not only looked nice and clean for, you know, that time, but it had a great story and a plot and 
it had a meaning of I think the lesson was that you know us as humans how when we see something or a certain habitat um, that we like we kind of just push our, ourselves into it and like destroy it as we if you've seen avatar you've seen how there's a whole point in the movie where they start chopping down the trees and getting all these collecting their creatures and you know and killing them and it, it's it's sad because that was like you know 2009 we're still um you know trying to make a point saying that we don't need to you know um end certain parts of nature because of our greed and i like that uh that lesson overall so i'm very excited to see what they're going to continue with um with this um sequel and with this alternative and this uh this uh this world of avatar and lastly the newest one of the new movies which is coming out august 6 2021 is suicide squad 2 basically it is the further adventures of harley quinn rick flag and their team of assembled supervillains. and again it is directed by james gunn i remember when this movie came out and there were so many mixed feelings on it i like harley quinn a lot so when i first saw i was like yeah i love this movie it's my number one movie and all this stuff like, like i don't care what anyone else is anyone else says and then there were so many reviews on it people were saying that they didn't like it it was like the worst uh one of the worst um dc movies or um out there and you know they're like they didn't like how they had jared leto and how he he portrayed joker and all of these other things and i was just like in my own world like no this movie's great i don't care what no one else says and you know i get it like you everyone can respect their opinion i'm not saying you know now you have to hate or you have to like it whatever the case is but um i'm i'm kind of uh, I wonder how they're gonna go on with this. I know I think John Cena's in this one as well, um, but I'm I'm kind of curious on how they're gonna keep going with the storyline since there was so much um, mixed reviews on it. So um, yeah. Anyway, so that was all of my list for my, the new movies, and I'm just saying I'm very excited this year and or next year and the year before um, after 2022 sounds like a, a big year for a new movie since they all were pushed back for the pandemic so um it sounds really excited to watch those movies so if you guys heard any of the movies that you guys liked and there you go maybe i just helped you set a date for <laughs> a day you guys want to go and see the movies Since we were t- just recently talking about movies, I know that for many people we watch something on Hulu or Amazon Prime or Netflix or YouTube and something I wanted to especially talk about was my outlook on the show The Boys which is on Amazon Prime and they recently wrapped up season 2 on there with 8 episodes. And I just kind of wanted to put my opinion out there on how I thought about it. Um, to be completely honest, I had no interest on watching the show. Um, not because I thought it was going to be bad or whatever. I just There was no reason to it. I didn't really know anyone who was on the show. And 
I didn't know why I would need to watch it. You know, then again, I just didn't think it was for me. And then I heard an um, an actor that I like that's on Supernatural, Jensen Ackles, was going to be on it on first season three. And so I was like, okay, okay, I'll watch it, I'll watch it. So I went to talk about it with my brother. I was like, all right, I need to watch The Boys because I need to watch this so I'm ready for season three when Jensen Ackles is on there because he's going to be playing one of the heroes on there. So I'm like, okay, I thought this was going to be like any other any other hero movie where the hero is a hero and they're nice and they're positive and they only are they're and they're, they're heroes because they save people then i watched the voice <laughs> and to see it made me feel like you know what i can't even sit here and say like oh how dare they be this way and they should be there to help people and i'm like you know what this is honestly how it would be in real life so one of the things that's why one of the things why i liked the boys because they were it was so honest i honestly felt like this was our world if there were superheroes or you know if there were people with these type of powers because like yeah you know it's great you can save people saving people would you know get you up there when it comes to making money because you know all these people are buying your merchandise and they watch your movies and your shows and they're you know they're they're getting you money they're get they're making you rich and but now that you're like okay i save people and you know most people would think okay i want to become a hero to save people but it's like once you do that and people start recognizing you and they start liking you and then you start making movies and stuff like that and that's because of the corporation especially that they're working with with Vought they're working with a corporation that just literally uses them to make money like that's all the only reason why and you know it's it's crazy realistic to how nowadays people don't even truly care about saving other people it's about money and who's more powerful than who and who's who is seen as the biggest and the best superhero out there and you know uh there was a lot of good points um that the boys were touching on especially with season two and all i'm gonna say is i'm not gonna spoil it for those who haven't seen it i'm just saying you will obviously see if you watch trailers or whatever the case is for season two there is a big amount of racism since someone in the show is racist <laughs> so um uh, just how they incorporated racism and oppression of certain um people or uh, or um sexual orientation and all these different things that you know you wouldn't really think about in a movie most people in movies they don't want to unless they're trying to make a statement they don't really add it in there because like you want to focus on this plot not you know uh this person being treated not off not fairly because of their skin color sexual orientation or whatever they look like and you know you don't really think about it and so that was one things that i liked about the boys was because they were so honest <laughs> with everything and that everything that goes on and you know they made a fair point you know when you're a superhero you 
they like you don't get held responsible responsible for the things that you do you basically can do whatever you want and get away with it because you're you know you're a superhero you're whatever and it it it, it gets really bad and i think that's why i also like the fact that there is a group of you know you know the boys they're a group of people includes girls in there but there is that um that um that i'm not gonna i'm gonna call it a club but you know a club where they try to expose the truth about you know va in and the in the superheroes and you know what they are and who they are and what they actually do but are kept under um kept under you know a heel of someone who will be like well if you don't do what we say you know you're out like you're not going to be known as a superhero you're going to be known as the person that no one wants anymore and stuff like that so i thought that it was really really um really um I kind of eye-opening there is you know obviously a lot of things in there that (laughs) are not appropriate or are totally out of context but um uh, I I honestly love the show I've become a big fan of it and I'm very excited for what they're gonna do for season three I don't think they've started yeah they don't think they started um filming it yet but I've seen a lot of the um, the cast from the show like posting like oh um, kind of ex- excited for season three and excited for who's gonna be joining season three and all this stuff. But um, over overall, um, I th- I um, I was I'm kind of happy and I I have to I, I think I need to read the comic books because I need to start reading comic books. Um, I want to read the comic of the boys and like see like kind of like the beginning of the the story. But um, I've seen so many good good reviews on how it is and how it's going to be and just overall <laughs> how these characters you know they try to look wholesome, especially in front of people you know in front of the fans, in front of the press and paparazzi. But then behind closed door, they're like they're um they're they're not good people <laughs> like at all i think by far my favorite character has to be like well i like i have i have a couple people i like frenchie just because like of like how crazy this man is but he's also like really smart and then i do like um I like a uh, 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 black noir. Like you know, he doesn't say anything, and he's and he just does what he's told. You know what I mean? He doesn't try to fight anybody. You like you never see him in drama, like ever. <laughs> even even when he's dealing with something or he has to do something, he doesn't want to do or whatever the case is. Just like he doesn't, he's not one with drama. But when I found out that he was a <laughs> he was a man of color especially uh when i was on instagram it made it i don't know i thought it was really 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 funny because uh especially how nice the guy was and the fact that all he does is like do his line like he doesn't even do his lines he just does the action that's it he doesn't speak imagine getting paid not to speak but you know then again this is a good show so uh yeah that was (laughs) 
my outlook on the boys and I'm very excited for what's going to be going down in season three and yeah the next thing I will be talking about is cancer sorry (laughs) cancel culture was the last part and uh, I was deciding on kind of talking about cancel culture I don't know why just like something that I know I mentioned it probably briefly in like the first episode or something like that but it was something that I kind of wanted to mention just because of like how much like cancel culture but it's called apparently by wikipedia online shaming like it's just something that now dictates dictates our life and like our decisions and you know uh especially for it being going down for so long and now we're just like kind of trying to cancel anyone for the littlest things it's like kind of like annoying a little bit and you know something that I was saying or like my one example that I go to was is about the whole Chris Brown scandal thing I'm not sorry not thing I shouldn't call it a thing but his scandal in 2009 where he pled guilty to a felony assault charges to Rihanna and I wanted I always make that my one top like it's not issue but I make it my one top thing that I talk about especially when I when it comes to talking about cancel culture is because um honestly it's like I when I had this conversation like the first time I was kind of talking about what cancel culture was or how it started was in school where I was talking to this girl and um I think I was playing one of his new songs at the time um like a year or two ago and she sat next to me and she looked at my phone and saw uh, it say Chris Brown and she tapped me on the shoulder and she's like Marie hey um maybe you shouldn't listen to Chris Brown I'm like why he was like she was like well marie like i'm just saying remember what he did to rihanna like you know that's something that i don't stand for and i know you probably don't stand for like you know domestic violence stuff like that so maybe you shouldn't listen to him because like you know that's who he is and blah 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 blah. you shouldn't and you know i just had to tell her just like i i get it he did that and you know it's not like he does it on a daily he he's made several like videos and i think he made a documentary about it somewhere on youtube where he was specifically saying that what he did he knows it was wrong and he wouldn't ever do it again like if he could turn back time he would take it all back and he wouldn't have let it go that far but um i'm just saying with cancel culture and like what it is it's like especially with this whole situation i just said like little not little things but certain things that a person does in their life especially back in the day people bring it up to the point where they're like okay we're canceling this person hashtag cancel whoever um this this person is out of the party type thing and they're putting on twitter and instagram and all this stuff and it's like now if you're a fan of that person what now we have to not be a fan because you don't like that person specifically and you know i mean i'm just saying i was you know I was there, not there, I can't say I was there, I wasn't there when everything was happened, but I heard about what happened, and I remember everyone, you know, 
instantly not buying his albums, not listening to his music. They stopped playing his songs on the radio and everything. And then, like, maybe two, three, four years later, people kind of, like, stopped and he started making music again. And then people were like, yeah, we like Chris Brown and stuff like that. And so something that I kind of was just confused about was the fact that um, the way that we perceive people nowadays and how if they do something that we don't like like, you know I'm not saying like what he did was a little thing like it was very big you know that's your you know she looked really really beat up and everything like that but it's stuff like that it's like do I have to stop what I'm like not listen to their music or stop doing whatever just because of um what has been put out onto the media we all know about the whole R. Kelly situation and we've seen the interviews and we've seen the videos and all that stuff and people are you know they're done with him like he's like if you even mention the name they're like oh I don't even want to talk about him like he's disgusting stuff like that um and you know there are times where I'm listening to a song I'm like yeah that's a nice song and I look at it and it says like R. Kelly and it's like I'm not even, even though he did what he did or what he did, he what he said he didn't or whatever the case is, you know, I still like his songs. It's just like, does that make me a bad person for liking him? And, you know, I like, I might like some of his songs. I don't really remember them, but like, I might like the song just not knowing he did it. But I think that, especially nowadays, that we're all, because we can't be with each other physically, now we rely on social media to keep in touch. And so because we're doing that to keep in touch, um, we're all kind of like, we're we're getting our information based off of the media. So whatever we see, we instantly want to believe it, or we instantly want to do whatever. Um, I think something that happened like a couple, like I think kind of started last year a little bit for what doja cat with her whole how she was into she would go into um chat rooms with like white supremacists and stuff like that and the people were like yeah we don't like her we don't like her and like dragged her for that it was like they're like people dragging people left and right over these little things oh someone says something uh, or a youtuber influencer said something from back in the day uh they were uh, um saying a racist joke all right now that person's canceled oh this this youtuber or this tiktoker was seen saying the n-word in a song so now we cancel them and it's just it's so like over it it's like why can't we just like be mature and like i get it sometimes you know they kind of some people try to get away with it and i get it when you're trying to hold someone accountable for an action that they did if they apologize they apologize but what i don't understand when people are saying that people would apologize and then people are like oh well i don't really think that was a real apology or they'll say it's fake and all that stuff but then again i just think that uh when it comes to someone being canceled or whatever the case is i think that if like if if someone doesn't like somebody don't try to like push that on to another person like i was saying with the whole chris brown thing because i like his songs you know i like some of his songs from even like 2010 2011 expect and that was like a year or two after the whole incident and his uh his uh trial and everything like that was going on and literally um I, you know, I still liked his songs and 
you know, I can't even, I can't apparently tell the girl I was talking to, I can't even like him just because, or like his songs because of what he did. And, you know, I'm just saying that nowadays cancel culture is something that we kind of thrive on. It's like you open your, you open your phone, you open up Instagram or Twitter and you see, you're like, all right, who, who are we not going to like now? who's next or you know and it it just it's it's really aggravating just because um nowadays we kind of have to like we kind of just have to go through it um since sometimes people are just being canceled for things that don't even make any sense like um i think couple days ago or sorry a couple months ago people stopped liking madison beer because she like copied ariana grande and then or uh she paparazzi took pictures of her um um at a plastic surgery or like a lip fill or plastic surgery um facility and literally a day before that madison beer was like going off on fans for saying that her lips are fake and stuff like that and i'm just like you know can't people just live their lives like honestly i get it but my point was just saying that social media you know there's good times on it and then there are times where you honestly just need to step off of it and be like just just enjoy your time like with yourself or with family or friends or whatever the case is call up a friend facetime a friend text a friend whatever play a game but just like with this whole thing like don't 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 let don't let one thing you see online change your entire view on a person or in a certain idea because um that person the people or the per- persons that uh decide to post that or make an a whole entire documentary or a video on on youtube or whatever you know um they're not you and they don't they don't choose what you believe in or don't believe in so um when it comes to that just be able to you know go um weed through the bad stuff and see through um see the good things and stuff like that um but yeah um that was what i wanted to talk with talk to you guys about on this uh this episode of the podcast and i hope you guys are having a great day and you guys have or you guys had a good week and stuff like that and um yeah I'll see y'all the next time. Peace.